0: How many of us have them friends ones we can depend on friends how many of us have them friends before we go any further
1: let's be friends
0: hey good evening kings and queens and welcome back to the thing about us podcast i am fiana and willie's not here today this episode is a Ladies only and I have two guests that I cannot wait to introduce you And if you paid attention to our intro friends, these are my friends and we go way back Um, my sister's from a different mister. I don't know. I tried it <laughs> Um, but today on the show I have Rhonda caldwell and Addie b i'ma call her Addie b So I don't mispronounce her last name. <laughs> we had that whole discussion but um These are my friends from way back, Moorhead State University. We go a long way back. So, hey, ladies, shout out and introduce yourselves. Rhonda. Addie, you can go first alphabetically.
1: (laughs) All right. Whatever. (laughs) I'm Addie Brownell.
0: Uh, Okay. That's it? That's it, right. Just
1: to introduce myself. Oh, I'm Addie Brandel. <laughs> I'm introducing myself. Okay, well,
0: <laughs> well, thank you, Addie. It's, you, you don't have anything you want to tell the people about? And we you? go
1: even further because we you went to
2: high school again yeah. as well.
0: Yeah, we'll bring, yeah, yeah, we do. And moving right along to Miss um, Rhonda.
2: My name is Rhonda Caldwell. Um, I am 50 and a half years old. <laughs> oh my God. I attended Shawnee High School, where I graduated second in class, then attended Moorhead State University, where I met these three chicks, one who is not with us, who's supposed to be with us. And um, I think that's it. Once an eagle, always an eagle.
0: Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. And the lady she mentioned is Anita. Anita was coming back from um, New Orleans, and she... Her flight got delayed and she is stuck in the airport. So before we dig in, I have a list of shout outs from the mister that I, I need to get out before we dig in with our show. Um, I would first like to give a big shout out to Resident Big Brother from the Big Brother Advice Podcast and j. Flan from the What Is TWS, the White Pan Society Podcast, for being on our show last week. We truly had a great time for our first session of court um <laughs> it was a blast thank you all gentlemen for coming out other shout outs dre from mass debaters we were invited to do a 90s comedy movie 90s soundtrack draft episode and uh we appreciate you King appreciate you King for having us out now to Queens Mo and L from Is Marriage Worth It podcast. Thank you so much for having us on and letting us share our love story and laughs. Um, we recorded that episode a while back, but it is now out and it's called Sounds Like a Prison Sentence. And again, that's Queens Mo and L from Is Marriage Worth It podcast. Next shout-out goes to Joe Laura from Bold Talk by Joe. We appreciate all of your support, and we'll be linking up soon. Looking Definitely looking forward to it. Two of our favorites are back in full effect. We have John Wesley from Sense of Shelf Podcast, and Mario Rivera, my therapist, made me do this podcast. Welcome back, Kings, and we cannot wait to hook up with you two on an episode. Last of the shout-outs, We've got new shows in rotation. So shout out to Conversations with the Ken with Ken Folk Podcast, Victoria E. Johnson of Twelfth Street Talkback, Chronicles of a Virgo Podcast, The CS Cafe, Unseen Killer, Unpacking the Box Podcast with Lene, and I hope I pronounced your name right. And Donna the Dead Podcast. Shout out to all of you guys. Thank you for listening and uh loving on us and sharing in this podcast this thing we do this podcast world. All right ladies. Back to us. So um <laughs> introductions we have Rhonda and Addie and we met way back. But I'll start with Addie because we did we do go further back than um Morehead state. We go back to high school. And uh, I'm a, I'm going to go ahead and let you Tell how we met because you love this story. Um, she's still in her feelings all these years later. But go ahead, Addie, how we meet. The story is trauma PTS. Remember the man. I got PTSD now.
1: I need therapy with this. Oh, we met for riding the scuba. There was this heel, this one heel was like it had to be at least a mile up, and I, I mean. Up steep hill, and I will watch Fiona and this other girl. They went to this other hill, so I just assumed they lived in this other place. So, after maybe about it's probably about a week, I was walking up this hill because by the time I get to that top of that hill, and at that time I was what that'll be about four, 15, so it's ninth or 10th grade.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, I get to the top, of here, I'll be like, He broke down. So when I finally got for a week, Fiona said, you know, this other hill's a lot short. That's why we go up this hill. I said, do what? <laughs> I said, y'all watch me walk up that hill every day and didn't say nothing?
0: Well, pick- you have to take into consideration. Um, you know, you were new, bus stop. You come to the bus stop and stand and not speak. And you know how we kids, like, and it wasn't a, uh, like a hostile or animosity type thing. You know, when you kids. You know, until somebody starts talking, y'all on top. But uh, one day I was like, you know, I guess I better tell her, cause the hill was very <laughs> steep. I don't think it was actually a mile long, but it was long, very steep. But in and, my
1: fifteen uh, year
2: old ass, it was a mile. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honey, anybody looking at the bottom, knowing you have to climb it every day, it looks like a mile. So yeah, I'll give you that one. But uh, yeah, so we we met back in high school, and then. So, met back up again, I guess, at uh, Moorhead State University. And Rhonda, go ahead and, I guess, come on in with how we first met.
2: We technically first met in Moorhead. We both lived in Regents Hall. Mm -hmm. That's where I first remember you from. (laughs) And what I remember about you most were... The tree torn collection that you had,
0: love tree torn,
2: and your hair was always done.
0: Yeah, I had because a because I
2: that. was like, how is her hair always done? And we're here in the middle of these mountains with no black beautician anywhere nearby. Well, so that's what I remember most about you.
0: In my defense, the reason I could handle my own hair and handle it well is growing up. Didn't have a lot of money to go to the beauty shop. So it was one of those things I kind of picked up on my own. You know, if I wanted to look good, I better learn how to do my hair, you know, type deal. And uh thank God for the skill, because, you know, doing hair back in the day helped me help fund my way through college. Fund my way through college. And I'm sure if Anita were here, she would definitely bring up finger waves.
2: <laughs> oh, absolutely. And Anita, I always used her for roller sets and the microwave ponytails.
0: Uh, yeah. She was the best at both of those. Okay. Okay. And boy, the microwave ponytails was a thing back then. <laughs> a thing. That step back show my then.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, I remember nice. the I remember the ponytails from our first step show. Monique and Tiffany. Woo-wee. Yeah. But um so the topic of this show is friendship. And believe it or not, we were we knew each other then, we were cool then, but we weren't, I guess, what I would consider like, you know, fast friends or anything back then. Our friendship kind of developed later, you know, later. And I'll tell you one thing I do remember about Rhonda <laughs> is Rhonda always had a we call it uh RBF. She still does. And I think she may have been the one who invented it. And for those of you who don't know, RBF is resting bitch face. And so Rhonda was not the most approachable type person just on looks alone. Right? Addie, I see you you not. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, am I supposed
2: to agree to that?
0: No, you don't. You don't have to agree. I wasn't. But you know. Right. But yeah. Yeah. So um I guess talking about friendship, ladies, how would you define friendship in your own words? How would you define friendship? Yeah, anybody can jump you right know, in
1: You know,
0: it's
1: a funny thing you asked about that <laughs> because you appreciate this Uh-oh. as the as a substitute Sunday school teacher. uh My Sunday school lesson today was about character. Okay, okay. And I was like, I was like, well, what better time to get that get that blessing?
0: Okay. And it
1: talked about, you know, what is a person's character? And it was like, and it was talking about, we was in 1 Samuel, where Samuel was sent to find a new king for Israel. And he had sent them to Bethlehem. And they, he found this guy, Jesse. And Jesse had eight key, eight boys. And he kept having uh, Samuel look at all the boys. But was who Samuel chose was the youngest. And he said, and he was like, God, why why should I choose this one? And he was like, the Lord does not see as mortal see. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't look on the outside. But what he looks in is the outward. We don't look at the outward. He doesn't look at the outward appearance, but he looks at on the heart. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about the heart. I was like, that is what we look at for as a character, as a good friend. What's right. the heart?
0: Okay. And I would totally agree, you know, and... Thinking about friendship, my definition of friendship has changed over the years. You know, we think about back in high school, everybody was our friend. You know what I'm saying? Um, And you could pretty much kick it with anybody and hang. But I think, you know, as we got older and mature, like you said, you look at the character of a person. What are they really about? One of the things I always kind of tell my kids is don't listen to what people say. Watch what they do. Their actions will show you every time exactly who they are. I said the one thing you can listen to is how they talk about and treat the people that they say they care about or or those who are their friends will tell you a lot about them. But, um, you know... Especially you, when you nobody's looking. Right, especially nobody's when nobody's talking. looking. What about you, Rhonda? Um,
2: I think it's sometimes hard for me to define friendship because at this point in life, I feel like so many of the people that I consider to be friends are now more so my sisters than friends.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And along the lines of what you were saying, like when you're younger, you have that one best friend. Mm -hmm. That's your best friend. It's nobody else's best friend. And it's just that one. Mm -hmm. But as time goes on and things happen in life, you discover that you may have more than one best friend because those group or that group of friends, they all have something different mm-hmm. that contributes to the friendship or to your life right. And so then your bond ends up being much tighter and much stronger with more people than just that one.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I would totally agree. And, you know, I didn't think about it that way because, yeah, we all have that best friend. But then, you know how we always say, oh, yeah, she's one of my best friends. Um, And you talk about having different friends in different seasons in your life. And, Mm -hmm. like I said, we've all known each other for years and years. And Rhonda and I... um, Became really close during the season when I went through cancer. And like she says, it's just the people who show up for you. Mm-hmm. And I ran into her. I had just left, I think it was a MRI appointment, and I was traumatized because I get in this machine. And I I maybe lasted for five minutes or so, complete anxiety panic attack where they had to pull me out. And um, so they had to reschedule and schedule me out to another place for kind of like an open MRI machine. But anyway, I ran into her afterwards, and I was just, I was flustered. I was, you know, still just kind of panicky. And she was like, no one should ever have to do that alone. And so she asked me about my next appointment. And I think she was there before I got there. You know, she showed up. She couldn't go in there with me. She sat in the... When I got there, she was there, sat in the waiting room. I went in and I came out and she was there. And, you know, we talked for a little bit and parted ways. But it was in that moment... That is the moment that kind of solidified this the sisterhood that we have. And we have been you know, she I always call her my fave. So we and we've been close ever since. So like you say, it is, you know, different seasons. Different seasons. And uh I would have never thought we would, you know, have turned into this type of friendship. Cause like I said back in the day at RBF was a beast. Oh, it really was. <laughs> and, I, and and that leads me into the next thing because one of the questions I put out there for you ladies was um, if you had to describe each other using one word, what would it be? Now, I put the question out there, so I should already have prepared answers, right? I couldn't find one word. it was hard to find one word answers. But if I had and she, don't you gotta listen, Rhonda, so don't get mad. If I had to use a word to describe her, being that it was hard for me to come up with just one word i thought about an animal and it was a couple animals and a one was I like it. i know and it, it's <laughs> just hear me out the first one was um it was a snail and i i no listen and i chose a snail the characteristics the hard shell on the outside but soft on the inside because If you don't really know Rhonda, you don't know Rhonda. The sweetest soul. And she'll deny it emphatically, of course. Everybody
2: doesn't need to know that.
0: Okay. This was all a lie.
2: This
0: this was all a lie. I I, I made it up. (laughs) But she is. She really is. She really is the sweetest person. The sweetest person. And Addie. I agree. It was hard. Because Addie is like... Addie is like, I'm gonna say a rock,
1: uh-uh.
0: but listen to this because a rock is a rock is a rock. she's like the rock, the strength she's the same, the constant and the steady, and doesn't change, even kill level headed and is she gonna be there gonna be there that's that's the that's what I came up with that's the best I could do. I agree. That's a good All one. Right. Yeah. All right. Huh. So, what y'all come up with? I go next. Okay. <laughs> I'm afraid That's the same as. What? I don't know. I'm no. <laughs>
1: gonna go, go. You know what? I I I, I I I followed the rules of the question. Mm-hmm. I did come up with, with one, one word. word. Right. It took me a while. for You see. But what I chose was Invincible. Hmm. Because you, I mean, you just, I just look at things that you have gone through, even from high school all the way up to now. I'm like, this woman is a rock. You the rock, (laughs) actually. And then to still continue to move and do what you do, it's like, man, I was like, I admire every everything you do. I just admire everything you do, and I'm
0: like, wow. Oh, well, that makes me feel special. Lord, with you. It makes me feel special. The, yeah. the, the load gets heavy sometimes, but Lord Jesus, uh, <laughs> I said the I load know. gets heavy it's sometimes, but Lord Jesus, yeah, yeah. You got to keep on said. keeping on, like,
1: and you still keep moving, and mm-hmm. then and you still and you move with the smile with it. And I'm like, whoo, how can she keep walking like it? I said, huh? I've
0: been a past that black. And Girl, and the, and that's why I keep walking and keep smiling because otherwise I would I would not. I could not. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it.
2: Good
1: that's answer, Eddie. Ding ding ding. She gets smell. Yeah, Miss Rhonda. Since she's since you done pulled it out. Mm-mm. Twenty-six years ago, <laughs> oh, I went to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And the doctor said, oh, we this, we're ready to deliver this baby today. I was like, oh, no. You can't do that. I was <laughs> like, I got clothes to watch.
0: Laundry. Today, laundry.
1: Man. I had, like, the uh, laundromat laundry bags full of dirty clothes, okay? Mm-hmm. I was like, no, no, let me help." Yeah. They was like, no, we're going to have to take the baby today. I was like, oh. Rhonda drives from Lexington. Comes and gets my dirty clothes. Takes them back to Lexington and wash all my clothes.
0: Mm-hmm. That's classic was, Rhonda. Like, That's classic Rhonda.
1: Man.
0: She's like, she she may not show up and hug you and cry on your shoulder. She's gonna show up with that face and be like, So what do you what do you need for me to do? What needs do to be done? Exactly. Laundry, I'm on it. And I'm out. That's Rhonda. Yeah. So my word for her was genuine. Genuine. Oh. Rhonda, you are genuine. You such a good friend. You are. She is. She is. Okay, That's Rhonda, true. what you what you got? Oh my gosh, y'all are wearing me out today.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, for Fianna, I would have never thought of the word invincible, although that is like absolutely perfect for her. And I hate to even use this word because it's used so much for any and everything. But the first word that came to mind was strong. And that seems very weak compared to invincible. But along the same lines of what Addie said, like just the loads that you are constantly carrying. It's like once one load, you get rid of that there's just like (laughs) immediately another one that you're carrying. facts, And it just truly amazes me how you're able to do that. And I think what I appreciate most between us is that you feel comfortable enough sometimes to call me and just be like, what are you doing? I'm having a bad day. And I'm just like, oh my God, what is it? And we just talk it through. I may not have a solution at the end of everything, but it gives me, it it makes me feel good to know that you trust me enough to at least allow me to help you carry some of it sometimes. Even though I may not be able to give you an answer like this is how we can fix it, or this is how we can make it better, but I can at least help you carry it for a little while. And I appreciate that very much.
0: That's so sweet. And I tell you, you saying that it's not always easy because, you know, us being so close, we kind of know the burdens that each other are bearing. And sometimes you don't want to dump on somebody who's dealing with their own stuff. And mm-hmm. and Rhonda's that type of person either. You got to call her. and <laughs> But it's good to know that you have somebody to call and be like, OK, I've been holding this too long. I need to. Have somebody share this with me just for for this moment. And it's not about having an answer. It's just about being there. So thank you. yes, um, for Addie,
2: um the word that I first thought of for her um was really sincere. um considering a lot that's happened over the past year or so. Addie was like the one that she would call and check on me or just call and say, I'm on my way. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Next thing I knew, she was knocking on my door. And to me, that takes a level of sincerity, like for someone to reach out to you. And like you said, even when they have things going on in their life, they think enough of you to reach out and sincerely care mm-hmm. about what's going on with you and to try to help you the best they can or just to be there mm-hmm. that that's that says so much and she does that time and time again
0: and and that's a real friend the, the one who's gonna pull up <laughs> mm-hmm. now what you doing do you feel like hey i just call i'm on my way <laughs> i don't care what you got going on what you about to do what you was doing but yeah. i'm on my way And it seems like it almost comes just at the right time or in the right moment. And to have friends that know your heart or it's almost like can feel, you know, the vibe of what's going on. Because, baby, and for real, when we sit back and think about it, y'all, our friendships have been through a lot of things. Child. A lot of things. we. Ups and downs, highs and lows. Uh, like Addie said, we've birthed babies, weddings, funerals, graduations, celebrations, elevation, everything. Everything. And, um, and yet we are still standing. So we have, I guess that kind of touched on memories too, because we gave earliest memories of each person. What about funny memories? funny memories
2: i have a funny memory um based on Addie, Mm-mm. and when she shared a room in moorhead with gail
1: mm-hmm.
2: and they had this little rug in their room they never got a full size like carpet mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying how we would go to like the store by the little what, five by nine or whatever rugs, six mm-hmm. by nine rugs to put in our rooms, they would get like a doormat mm-hmm. and like just put it in the room. And I think it was supposed to be like, I don't really know where it was supposed to be in the room. But it, was
1: always name.
2: Oh, it was exhausting. Every time I would come <laughs> into the room, it would just be there, like not centered, not straight, not it was just there. There, just there. So I would always have to straighten it up whenever I would go in and center it in the room. It made me crazy.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. You really still talk
1: about
0: that. They're Hey, lasting impressions. It lasting was. impressions. Absolutely.
2: I think it was airbrushed, wasn't it?
0: Don't. It no. was. It had a name on it.
2: It was cute. <sighs> they only did it in the little doormat. So what were we supposed to do? It was cute Put it at your door
0: <laughs>
1: no didn't everybody be walking all alone in this
0: stuff Everybody want walking on my name mm. you talk about funny memories we could all the times in Ada the student center oh Jesus so many things so many yeah. things but you know what yeah. it I had a um somebody jog my memory I was driving down the street listening to a sat a satellite radio and The DJ was talking about his college experience and he talked about the um, Lord, the name just escaped me. You know, the people who came down and we made the videos. Oh, do y'all remember what I just found mine?
1: Oh, what were they called?
0: He talked about the or something different. Was it Green
1: Something? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Green, because the, the tapes are green. Yeah, it is. And you could get in front of a, a green screen and they have the little l- lyrics like um, karaoke. Oh, my God. Those videos. Hilarious. Hilarious. I can't think of the name of it for the life of me. But I had forgotten all about it until he said it. I was like, oh, so they must have just did campus rounds. That's how they made their money setting up in the student center. Because, baby, we will make mm-hmm. loads. And Were they free? Did they give them to us, or did we have to pay for them? They were
1: free, because I remember they were the,
0: the, always at
1: the beginning of the school year, because mm-hmm. I would
0: have my little refund check outfit on. I cannot. <laughs> I was like, oh, look at the outfit. Why the, I just found those things. <laughs> why the refund? You know what? At our next gathering... We need some, uh, and no, I don't know if I have a V, we need to find somebody to convert those to either a DVD or just a, f- a video file, because baby, oh my oh, gosh, man. and I know um, I can imagine the ones I'm just thinking Troy had, Tiffany had, because everybody was doing them. I don't know if I ever had the nerve to get up and record one. I don't know.
1: Because yeah. I, I had like four or five of them here Because they did it, they were there
0: every year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of those things that they pay for Through uh, student relations You know, as a back to school Just get everybody uh, In that funny mode Help develop mm-hmm. friendships, I think Ah
2: Like the ice cream socials
0: Oh, the ice cream socials Yeah, those were fun Sometimes
2: a melted ice cream,
1: mm. <laughs> ice cream be melted.
0: Right, just hanging. It was it was one of those, and honestly, it was just a social thing going down. See who's all down there. The DJ playing. Oh, good time, fun times. What about serious Moorhead moments? I tell you a moment that I was a RA, a resident advisor, so we always had to come back earlier than everybody. And I remember that year. It was I wanna say winter ninety-five. And no nope, spring. Whatever it was. But I had to go up early and I got caught in Moorhead with that storm. We had that snowstorm. And half you know. the people, nobody was there, I think. Everything started a week later. And mm-hmm. I got snowed in down in Moorhead. Oh, that was horrible. And for those of you who don't know, we oh. went to Moorhead State University. It was a PWI, predominantly white institution, in a small hick town in eastern Kentucky in the middle of the Appalachians. And we was just black folk down there. And so, yeah, that was traumatic for me. Cause nobody was there. Hardly anybody. Yeah.
1: It ain't matched. And we were trying to leave cause I, I couldn't do another week at home. I was ready to go. I was waiting for the highways to open back up so we could go.
0: Mm-hmm. My dad dropped me off and it started snowing right as he was getting ready to leave. So he made it home just in time cause it snowed and it snowed and it snowed. We had over two feet of snow that year.
1: Yeah, it was bad. The highways were closed and everything. everything. I
0: remember that. I had no TV.
1: And that was and we had a longer Christmas break mm-hmm. at that time. Yep. They gave Y'all us did. An extra week Y'all did. Oh yes. Yeah. Not
0: Sorry. me. <laughs> Not me. Well, we
1: had an extra week anyway for Christmas break. And then they added on this one because of the snow. I was like, I'm ready to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I wish I had stayed home. I stayed home just a little bit longer. But um You know, I think with us being such a small community, like I said, there were just over 200 of us black people. When I say us, I'm saying black people down there at this institution. And it was a suitcase college. So everybody went home on weekends. But I think that's just one of the things that helped keep us even closer or to make us close. Because, you know, we have such a small community and it didn't matter, you know, where you are from um your background history or whatever we just we were really really close so with that I'm going to ask my next question what friendship mm-hmm. from that you did you forge from college that looking back may have surprised you the most you somebody you would have never expected like how did we end up friends?
1: Anything. I got one one of my sorority sisters. <laughs> she, she had... Oh, I couldn't stand her in college. Mm-mm. You hear me? I stand her.
0: Rhonda got that giggle. I she knows exactly who you're talking about.
1: Right, I would go left.
0: Get out of here.
1: But I'm telling you now, we are so... It was to the point where she had, she had called me and said, are you going to regionals? You want to run? I was like, Lord, I'd be, you know, and I don't, I wouldn't mind if I was going, I would go and I would run with her. and I've roomed with her in places we've gone for trucks and stuff, and, stuff. Mm-hmm. and I'm like, and i tell her, time. I said, I could not believe me. You could actually sit in a car. We rode, we, she rode with me to Nashville mm-hmm. and I was like, I cannot believe I'm riding in the car with you right now. Three hours. To go to,
0: to Nashville. So who was it? <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That is funny, funny. I was,
1: yes. I mean, I had a college I wouldn't. I, I would try to stay away from as much as I possibly could.
0: And that was probably was that yeah. was, was that um because of your pledging experience, it started or started it. Okay.
1: But it just carried over. I just felt like she just was. I just, I don't know what it
0: was about her. Mm -hmm.
1: It just, I just couldn't.
0: When I just had to grow on it.
1: Yeah. But it wasn't until, you know, the adults. Mm -hmm. It's only been maybe what, six or seven years?
0: Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: That has changed.
0: All right. What about you, Miss Rhonda? I honestly can't think
2: of anyone. Um, That I've forced a relationship with—that's surprising.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. I'm kind of well. Back in school, I was like, I either like you or I don't.
0: Or didn't. There was no in between, no gray area. There
2: was no in between. So I have gotten a little better in my old age, Mm but um. Mm. I'm flipping a table right now. <laughs> a table is being flipped right now.
0: But I'm gonna say you still don't have a gray area either. You do or you don't. I just think that as adults, I feel
2: like I'm a, I'm a little more cordial. I can be. That's I can what... acknowledge now that either I am or I'm not. I can tell when I'm being mean on purpose. Okay. Back in the day, I just used to be mean just because that was me.
0: <laughs> oh. Confession, confession, growth, growth. We talk. We've come a long way, baby. We
2: That's have. been some
0: years. Cause Addie, when did you start? You can You graduated in '92, right? Yeah. So that means you came in '82. 80... No. No, I'm talking about came to manual. 89. 89. I think 88, 89. 88, 89. So we're talking about that many years of growth Mm. as people. (laughs) (laughs) We've we've gotten better. I think I've always been nice. Haven't I always been nice? Have I always been nice?
1: No, making me walk up that hill not seeing
2: nothing.
0: <laughs> that wasn't being mean. that would
2: have been nice. Let somebody know about that,
0: hill. Right, Ooh, right?
2: She is never letting that go. No, she's never not. You know. And that's no,
0: what, that's exactly I why I you let, let you her. Nope, that's exactly why I let you start off with that because I knew it was gonna come up. So just go ahead and get off your chest, you know, from the beginning, from the get yeah, go. Yeah, I want to get that off. Your I'm chest. still processing you, I'm still processing, Addie. Addie, what you won't do, okay. Okay. So she is traumatized. She is traumatized. I'm surprised. I'm surprised (laughs) I I even made it uh, on the friends list after that with all this PTSD she's got going on. She's got going (laughs) on. So, thinking about all these years and talking about friendships, you know, we've had friends come and go because naturally, as people, you know, age, we grow and evolve, we mature. You know, people are ever changing, Mm -hmm. you know, with life and life experiences. Um, thinking through the years, what was one of the hardest or most surprising friendships that you had to lose or that you lost over time? See, that
1: was the one I couldn't think. Because I don't I don't even think I really lose them. It's Mm -hmm. just. It might not be as close, mm-hmm. but if I see them, it'd be like we hadn't seen each other. It'd be like we just seen each other yesterday. You know mm.
0: what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that.
1: It's just I... it's a different level of the friendship. Mm-hmm. I've, I it just was... changes. I don't think it ever goes away. I think they just change.
0: I've had a couple of friends that I've had to let go. Mm-hmm. Ones that you you know, and I get you know, looking back maybe. I don't know. I don't want to say that we weren't friends, but, you know, some friends, like you say, friendships you just outgrow, but some, you know, I've had a couple I've had to cut off. And I think the surprising thing about those friendships that I'm thinking of is, you know, you never expected the person to not be your friend or when you realized that you were their friend, but they were not really your friend, you know. I've had a couple of situations like that, and
2: then yes, I, and then I've I... had more, of, more friendships that I've maybe cut off or let go of than lost, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's just seasons change, mm-hmm. or you just lose contact, or you realize that you were the one doing all of the contact. The, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You were the one making all the effort. And getting nothing from the other person, right. and then you kind of realize that maybe I shouldn't be putting so much effort into this if I'm not getting anything back.
0: And then when you pull back, you, you see, you, and let the chips fall where they may, and they fall. Mm-hmm. When you realize it's all you. Uh huh. I had a girl, um, and I met her in high school, and we were high. Yeah, she was one of my high school besties. Um, and in hindsight, I realized, and it was through no fault of her own, she bought friends. It was like, she would always like buy things or spend money on things. And there will be seasons where, you know, just you graduate high school you go on about life. You don't see somebody. And then we'd run into each, each other and reconnect. And then it was always money thing. Oh, well, let's meet up out to eat. And you pay for everything. Or it, it was just, it was weird. It was weird. Hmm. But I just think that was, that was just how she communicated friendship, I guess. And the reason our friendship fell off was because whenever she called and needed me to be there for whatever it was, I was always there. But whenever I needed or I had those times, because you all know I've experienced a lot of death in my life, never there. Mm-hmm. And so that's that was mm-hmm. the aha moment, the realization for me. And so, you know, it was one of them just cut off. And then when I ran into her after that, I think as we had gotten older she realized, you know, that it was more about being there than about money and she had a uh, was just, you know, trying to apologize for over the years and this and that and the other. And I don't have any ill feelings, but you know, once somebody shows you their true colors, you know how you do. It mm-hmm. is what it is and you you just kind of move mm-hmm. on. That was a weird one for me because that last interaction we had was just like really awkward because it was at a surprise birthday party from a friend that we had in common. And um, I'm sitting at a table with all these people and she's sitting here just really trying to talk about in this party setting, just like kind of, it was weird. It was awkward, but yeah. Magic. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wrong place.
0: Long I've had place. a, I've had one crazy incident of a friendship ending and she became like really jealous possessive of the friendship and you know how we are um we met in high school and you know moved on to college but it became a thing and you know when when we got to morehead you know we will meet new people every day because it's people that are from everywhere I see you and your newfound friends <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, what? Yeah, I saw you with your newfound friends. I'm thinking to myself, we in college, just people from everywhere. You know, we talk to everybody. It was one of those. And it got so deep to the point where I had gotten a roommate and she befriended the roommate and then started telling the roommate, I was doing this. I was saying these things about her. Even went as far as to tell her that I had scabies. I mean, it was crazy. When I tell you crazy, it was crazy. And I noticed the difference in my roommate. And I knew automatically what it was because, like I said, the other friend had befriended her and basically made her her friend and kind of locked me out. So me being me, I just, I never said anything. And one day, my roommate sat down and was like, she, this is what's going on. She's telling me that you said this, and you said this, and you said this. She's telling me that that she was telling her that I'm using her things or in her stuff when she's gone. And she told her I had scabies and left it on the toilet. I mean, just some craziness. Mm. And Mm. so... (laughs) What I did was I called her. I was like, "Hey, we can, uh, me and old girl can watch a movie. You want to come up?" She's like, "Oh yeah." So that was the ruse to get her up there. So she got up there, and we both sat. We were all three sitting at the kitchen table, and my roommate started saying all the stuff that she told her. Don't you know she stood there and she sat there and she was like, "I never said that." I, she denied everything. Wow. Every so when I say crazy. Yeah, that was an immediate cutoff, one of them deleting blocks immediately. Mm -hmm. And what was even more crazy about the situation is maybe two, three years later, my mom had passed and she shows up at the funeral. Now, mind you, I hadn't talked to her at all since then. And that was a weird, awkward moment. So, yeah.
2: So you things. hadn't talked to her since that little right. confrontation, mm-hmm. and then she shows up at the funeral?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was odd.
2: Crazy. It was odd. Crazy. I
0: know. Absolutely. Absolutely. So at this stage in our lives, you know, it is what it is. We get bogged down with life and adulthood How do we how do we keep friendships going? It
1: takes
0: work. Well, I it's like the new thing we relationship. relationship. Okay, work. And what'd
1: you say, Addie? I said, I like the new thing we started, how we're we're monthly doing some activity, mm-hmm. and every three months we do an overnight. Right. I was telling my uh my my uh daughter in love about it, and she was like, Oh, that is so neat. She said, that is like. She said, bonding with with, with your girls and some self-care. I said, you're right. I
0: said, it is the best thing ever. It is. And like Rhonda says, you know, we get bogged down with life and, you know, schedules and things take over. It's work. But what we, and we didn't do it last time. We need to uh, talk about that. Um, And what we do is whenever we meet, we go ahead and schedule the next meeting. We forgot to do it last time. But uh, we'll have a meeting after the meeting.
1: (laughs) we did we did, we did. We schedule we didn't schedule for april um, we scheduled for may Mhm.
0: well shoot okay it's, is that chicago no chicago. that's that's tennessee
2: nashville chicago oh July. yeah we did we
0: did we did
2: we're
1: doing tennessee
2: nashville in tennessee state oh to go get, yeah uh, yeah get his daughter
0: and we did yeah. and we left our april on purpose because it was so much going on okay I remember that's yes, right that's what we happens did. we get oh y'all and we forget we forget how we plan <laughs> plan things i to suggest the minutes why didn't we take i was
2: supposed, supposed to, to take minutes? minutes i'm fired
0: yeah I'm fired. you're fired you're fired let me write you had now. one job you had one it job up. to do yeah. <laughs> I'm writing it down and what's so funny is i forgot about it but it's i put it in my calendar because lord knows if i don't put it in my calendar it doesn't exist the way my mind works, if I don't put it in my calendar. Exactly.
1: That's it.
0: Mm-mm. So we grown up now, grown up jobs, doing grown mm-hmm. up things. Um, if you could have a do-over, well, let me ask this question first. Are you doing now? Is what you're doing now job wise, what in your career field that we chose when we were in college? So I don't
2: think I've ever worked in my career field. Really? It's been maybe somewhat associated, but mm-hmm. not like this is the job I wanted when I graduated from school.
0: All right. Well, tell us. Talk to us. What was your major and what did you hope to do when you grew up?
2: So when I grew up, I wanted I to up. be a DJ. Okay. Which is why I went into radio, TV broadcasting, but I minored in journalism. Mm-hmm. My first job out of school was at the Lexington Herald-Leader as the paid obituary clerk. What does that mean? Funeral homes with facts, facts, mind you, or walk over the obituaries for the people that they had at their funeral home mm-hmm. or who were going to be, whoever was going to have a visitation or a service or what have you. So I would type up the obituary and then they would pay for that obituary to um, appear in the paper. This was in the classified section. Mm -hmm. So from there, I was promoted to classified, like taking ads over the phone. So like if you had a house for sale or you were having a yard sale, Or mind you, if you had a chest of drawers, which people would spell as
0: Chester. Chester. Mm -hmm. Boss up then.
2: (laughs) It's levels to this. (laughs) Maybe in the abbreviations they would come up with trying to save money, Mm -hmm. like house for sale, B F Y. Big front yard. What's B F? Yeah. But no, we can't, we we have to spell that out. Everybody doesn't know what BFY is. But anyway, so those were my first jobs out of school. Mm -hmm. And then I went into like some sort of advertising. But I've never worked at a radio station outside of an internship. I did one summer um, or anything like that. Never worked at a TV station. But it's always been something kind of associated with
0: the degree okay well it sounds like you need to be uh coming up with your own podcast and dj and
1: mm-hmm.
0: hey, you can spin you can spin records and talk talk about some things Damn, look at her she's like oh that sounds like work that sounds like this
1: work. is your second this is the second part of your life right you
0: do it right Oops. make Oops. it That's greater second.
2: later <laughs> Okay, I'll think about it. Okay. I'm not, All right.
0: but I, I just, oh, i just put that out there. Well, I have, ever since yeah. I was a little girl, always wanted to be a teacher. I have never wanted to be anything else. Went to school, got my degree okay. in education, and I'm a teacher. I am in year 24. And so, yes, I am working in what I wanted to do as a child, what I got my degree in in college, but uh, I'm ready to retire. I'm tired. But then take a job to slow I stress. Know. I said, I, I wish they still had a gift wrap department and dealers. Because as a kid, I used to be in awe when they would wrap those packages. And they had all those boxes mounted on the wall where you could pick yes. your paper and uh-huh. the bulk. That was my dream job. My second dream job oh, is to that? work in a, a flower shop. Because as a kid, I used to always watch, um oh, what was this show? Three's Company. And Janet worked in a flower mm-hmm. shop, and I always thought that was the coolest thing. <laughs> so when I retire, I'm either gonna open a gift wrap service, or you're gonna see me working in somebody's flower shop. That's what I'm gonna do. Yep. Goals. 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 What about you? Abby? I like it. Well,
1: <laughs> my bachelor's degree in sociology and corrections. All my practicals were in drug and alcohol. And here I am, year 26, Ooh. still doing drug and alcohol.
0: She's still Damn. doing drug. She, if y'all heard that, still Addie just admitted drugs. to be okay, doing like, oh, to doing, doing drugs and alcohol for 26 years. She said, 26 years later, I went to college and I got started with drugs and alcohol. 26 years later, I'm still doing drugs and alcohol. So y'all just pray for her and her rehabilitation. <laughs>
1: Let me clarify
0: <laughs> oh you want to clean that up okay okay
1: yeah counseling
0: oh counseling okay. and
1: i never thought there would be something i would be in by having two parents that had the issues with drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. so that was the biggest thing i was like why i keep falling in this and obviously it was that's your purpose to be yeah
0: that's your purpose
1: yeah
0: it'll be your purpose until yeah this i'm hearing
1: both both of my parents are clean once clean cuz they made a decision to get clean and the other one medically they made it was made a decision to get
0: clean right right Here we are so thinking about ooh what do y'all remember from that first day being dropped off at school being dropped off when you got dropped off by your parents what do y'all remember
1: i cried
0: did bad. you i cried and
1: i watched i could i was what was the name of that dorm it was the Regents, mm-hmm. Regents Hall. I sat there, looked out the window, and watched my mother drive on up that hill and everything the whole Right. And I was like, and I went to school with because me and Nita came together. Mm-hmm. I went to school when we went to Moorhead, it was twelve of us.
0: So it wasn't was like you were seeing... by yourself, you know, alone it's alone. Exactly. It's something exactly. about the drive away. I... It's something about yeah. the drive away. Yeah. What about you, Rhonda?
2: I don't, I don't think I cried. I do remember um it was my it was always my dad, my mom, and my sister. Like it was we were a package. Mm-hmm. Like whenever they were either picking me up or driving me off, we were always, it was always the four of us together. But um my friend Pearl started with me. Mm-hmm. So I had her there. So I don't I don't think I was nearly as traumatized as Addie was. <laughs> Plus, I was excited that my room had air because we did not have central air at my house.
0: Oh, you was uh oh, man, I'm at this so place. I was like,
2: what <laughs> air and cable, baby.
0: I'm never going yeah, I'm never I'm- going home.
2: <laughs> I was like excited about that.
0: Mm, mm, mm. Wow.
2: So yeah. I-, I wasn't nearly as traumatized as Addie was. I was just like Probably like deuces. Peace.
0: Bye. You know what? And and when I think... It didn't
1: happen. It didn't... I only cried for a little bit.
0: You cried. You, you can't take right. it back. Right. Don't try to let it go. I mean, you... I did cry for so a little
1: out bit. I'm glad I didn't say, let's go to the wall. And I went to the wall. It was cool.
0: Mm. <laughs> the wall. You cried too late.
2: <laughs>
0: um, I remember I was so excited and... My parents dropped me off, and when we came down, they would get ready. Well, that's my stepdad. Well, you get ready to go. Well, he was ready to go probably two hours before my mom was because my mom, her thing was like when she came the first time and dropped me off, her thing was she wanted to make my bed, so she made my bed. I'm not going to tell you that. That became her thing Making my bed every year When they would drop me off And I would sleep on top of it I would never pull it back So I would sleep on top of the bed she made With extra covers And so it never became unmade <laughs> That was my thing But anyway um, We walked out And they got in And I just remember watching the car The tail lights, taillights and couldn't, Until I couldn't see it anymore And then when I couldn't see mm-hmm. it, the car anymore I was like What the fuck have I done And I'm like, you know, I came up and knew people who were there, you know. But it's something about when your parents drive away. I was like, what the hell? Like, what do I do now? But then what I did now, I took my shoes off and stood on the front porch of Regents, because that's where I was too. Because my mama had a thing about you could never step outside without anything on your feet. So I took my shoes off and I did like this, I was I'm touching the ground. My feet are touching the ground. I'm touching the ground. So yeah, that was my big excitement after the shock. But yeah. It was like, ooh, am I grown? Grown? Cause we felt like we was grown. We was kids, but we felt like we was grown. Couldn't tell us nothing. Couldn't tell us nothing. But thinking back, we were and we really were just kids then. If you could give yourself one piece of advice Give that, that your 18 year old self one piece of advice. What would it be
2: that everybody doesn't deserve my time
0: Ooh, or attention? That's a good one.
2: Yeah, I could have hmm. alleviated a lot of problems with that one. Yeah, I'm
1: have to go with that one too. Ronda. I'm, I'm thinking back and around with that one. Really? You got that right.
0: I think, Yeah,
1: because I will be thinking now, I'm saying, you know what? You just wasted 15 minutes of my life mm-hmm. that I can mm-hmm. never get, get back. back.
0: And God forbid it's more than 15 minutes. Like, what the hell okay. was I thinking? Yes. What the hell was I thinking? I think the piece of advice, I would have told myself to learn money management.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's, what, that's what I would have. Uh, that's what advice I would give myself. Money management.
2: But how would we have known to do that? Like where would we have learned that? Because you to talk to your 18-year-old. Right.
0: 18-year-old well, self. Right. That's that's the advice I would give give myself because nobody gave it to me. So if I could, mm-hmm. if that if I could change one thing, that would be it. That would be it. You
1: know why? You know why I probably didn't see it that way? Because I was able to do it to my daughter.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: to tell her eighteen year old self because she was, couldn't wait to get out be mm-hmm. on her own. And I was like, "Oh, you need to learn to save yep. and business." And at twenty two, she bought her own home.
0: That's good. So that was
1: my thing. I think that's, that's why good. I felt
0: it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I uh, couldn't tell mm. myself, but I could tell her. But that's the thing. You know, we always want our kids to do better and to be better. You know, then. We want them to know the things that we didn't know, to be able to do and experience things that we didn't experience. So we have those those pieces of advice to give them. And they'll have even more things that they'll want to tell their kids. They'll tell them the things that we taught them and then some things that, you know, they picked up along the way. So, yay. Yay. Now, I, have, I love this question. And I hope you all have some good answers. Do you have any mm. hidden talents or surprising hobbies that we don't know about? Pass, N- ma'am. That I, there's not a pass option on that. Go on and tell them about your pole days. What we accept you for no. who you, are. <laughs> we, accept you for who we accept you for.
2: We accept you for back you real quick. are.
0: I might have to go back. Mm, right. Okay, she passes. What about you, Addie? I got no
1: hidden talents.
0: Hobbies, secret talents, hobbies. Okay, something that something that we don't know about you.
1: You know, I like to craft. Something you don't know about me. You know, I'm an open book. I think the biggest thing that I don't talk about, Rhonda gets mad because she say I should tell talk about more, is that
2: me and my husband run at Boys and Girls Club. Oh yes, yeah, she's Oprah. <laughs> and she's you know
0: the Oprah of I our roots. Not, oh, And you know what now I'm mad because what? I knew about the Boys and Girls Club. I didn't know that y'all ran it. I just thought it was just a little project yeah. or something that y'all worked on or something uh-huh. he did as a liaison because your husband's from Africa. I didn't know y'all ran it. See? No ma'am, they are over there
2: building schools.
0: You know what? People.
2: We ain't building no schools. We oh, we have a
1: vocational school. Oh, so
0: so when you so when you go over, it's like you famous. Ooh, they'd be so excited to see that. Oh, it's
2: like oh, it's Miss Addie, Miss Addie. <laughs> Thank
0: you so much. She's Be well, and I say that because. I'm pretty sure when you go and then they find out like, you know, Hey, these are the people who, you know, are funding our school or who built our school. They get excited. They're appreciative. So it is like you're famous. Yeah. Very, very. You know what? Oprah
2: Winfrey Brownell.
0: Okay. You know what? Hold on. Let me, I got my pencil. Let me put this in the notes. So what's this? 23. Between 24 and 25, we need to have a girl's trip to the motherland there we go sounds
1: good
0: so we need to go right. on and- you know
1: we got a house so that's fine we got okay the house. Just get
0: so we just tea. need we just need to use your a- aarp for flight. <laughs> 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 that's an inside joke <laughs> y'all boy when we do our we <laughs> do our sleepovers we have uh, aarp discounts triple a discounts Dang. uh Dang. 50.5 discounts and we have no shame <laughs> At this point At in our lives. All. None whatsoever. At all. Oh, so that's going to be, I'm so I excited. Do? Okay, but so can then. we talk
2: I- about the uh, system that AARP must have set up for getting their mailings out to the new 50-year-olds? Because I got my letter and introduction or invitation to join three days before I turned 50.
0: How about I started getting mail in my 30s? Oh, you did? Yes, ma'am.
2: I've heard people say yes. they got them
0: early. Yes, mm-hmm. I started getting letters from AARP in my 30s. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Maybe somebody was trying to be funny. I don't know.
2: Maybe they had your birth date listed wrong. But what? who whatever kind of setup they have, it's top tier. Right. Cuz the timing is
0: perfect. And you know, I think I think people don't realize the benefits of AARP. They don't, so we do
1: because Addy tells husband.
2: us
0: about it. Yeah,
2: Addie's like free marketing for them.
0: Oh, exactly. Man. Got got it, all of us like. Oh, see, no, let, husbands, me, let me get my card. Yeah.
1: Okay. My husband's thirteen years older than me, so I've had AARP for the past thirteen years. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you know I've been using AARP, and I, I use the discounts for the rental cars, the hotels. Then they got these little, you do little quizzes and stuff. And you can win different little things like bags and all kinds of stuff.
0: Well, she is on stuff. it. Okay. <laughs> and this segment has been sponsored
1: oh, whatever they from, from the members of free? AARP. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> she got the thing out. about us need a commercial. Can we set that up? AARP call? call mm-hmm. me? I think you set up that commercial for AARP please. Like,
0: Mm-mm-mm. So A-A-R- AARP, you know, you don't have to it doesn't make you old. So don't so y'all people our listeners out there don't think that, you know, it makes you old. Uh you got one foot in the grave if you get AARP. But speaking of one foot in the grave. Oh that what is, kind
2: of segue is this? <laughs> this uh,
0: Segway okay. right into my next question. And this question was, if you had to pick one person. <laughs> no, if you because one of my because, you know, I, I set up some little questions, some little discussion topics, things we will touch on. If you had to pick one person from my days at Moorhead to deliver your eulogy. Who would it be? If you had to pick a Moorhead and- alum to deliver your eulogy, who would it be?
2: I would want Jackie Kimbro to do mine.
0: Oh, that's a good pick.
2: Mm-hmm. That's a good pick.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she knows
2: she... me very well. Mm-hmm. She can handle stressful situations because the rest of you would really be too devastated
0: to I'm, do it. I'm gonna be thrown over the cla- thrown over the casket.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, right. she she can handle it. She can throw in some funny little things, um, and then make it to where it's still. Um, it's a very nice and pleasant and touching and heartwarming words of comfort for mm-hmm. you all.
0: Okay. Uh, good pick. Good pick, Addie.
1: Damn, nobody. I couldn't think. I was like, and then I went to the point I said, shoot, I wish Mr. Jared Gould was still alive. I want Mr. Goal to a song and then
0: and it, it's so, it's so funny that you even said that because, because I, I said I I bring him back to do my eulogy just to punish y'all, make y'all sit there and listen, and I would, oh, uh huh, and I would request the the last solo is gonna be them spoon a uh, ham bone. I don't care what nobody says. He gonna ham bone Mm-mm. for me here, here, mm. but you know what, you, Jerry Gore, Jerry Gore was a character, but one thing he, he was. did was he took care of us. He made sure we were taken care of. Um Jerry Gore was the director re- director of minority student affairs at morehead State University. And babe, he was long winded. He had stories to tell you. He was pro black everything. And but he took care. Of, you know, we laughed at, we made fun of him. But you know, Mister Gore took care of us. He was one of he was a sweet spirit, sweet soul. So we do uh, remember him and hold him in high reverence. Uh, oh, Jerry Gore! Oh. I know. I know, right? He was
1: like the sub. He was the substitute for our parents when I since we were away from our parents. Yeah, mm-hmm. truly.
0: Yeah, Things really got bound up He was like I'm going to call Mr. or Miss O mm-hmm. <laughs> And they're they going to figure out Whatever it was that we needed They was going to figure something yep. out Figure <laughs> something out for us um, Yeah, Great. Most embarrassing moment Do you have a most embarrassing moment hmm. From Moorhead Moorhead mm-hmm. Or it don't have to be Moorhead It could just be period life Oh, wheels. I turned. I
1: was trying to think
0: of. You know what? My most, embar- my most embarrassing Moorhead moment. And I would have to have my most embarrassing Moorhead moment in front of Bula, Troy Rice. We were in. Oh, no. Yes, ma'am. We were over in Laughlin. That's the gym, right? Laughlin. Mm hmm. And I don't know what we, you know. People some people playing basketball, some of us just sitting around. And girl, I went to go sit up on a table. And the side legs folded under and I slid oh, no. from yes, <gasps> I I slid from It was like slow motion, y'all. Y'all see how y'all watch cartoons? The leg, I sat on one side, the legs on the other side folded. I guess they hadn't been snapped all the way out. And I just slid. I just slid from one end to the other. And y'all know Troy. Oh, Jesus. Never let me live that one down. Never. That was definitely one of my most embarrassing moments. Most embarrassing. Rhonda, you got any embarrassing moments? Don't have to be more here. Just in life.
2: Just in life? Yeah,
0: we putting all the friends out on Front Street. Put everything out there.
2: I can't. I couldn't think of anything for this one. Not to say that I haven't. I just there was nothing that nothing. stood out.
0: And watch when we have sometimes the. Sometimes
2: I have my own. Sometimes I have my own personal embarrassing moments that nobody else knows is embarrassing. And you don't want to
0: share me. any of that.
2: No, <laughs> I do not. I'm See, Keeping those to myself.
0: That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking
2: about. To the grave. Right.
0: Pass. <sighs> Baby, you get one pass. (laughs) You on number two. I don't like it. My
2: passes are limited.
0: I don't like it. Okay, this is one. And, you know, I'm going to ask this question. And I chuckle inside because when we have our girls' nights, we still finding out stuff that happened (laughs) that was going on in college that nobody knew about. (laughs) But anyway, so... It's um, like
1: somebody was on campus A and somebody and was on, on campus,
0: campus B. B. Like, wait, we we wasn't on the same campus. Who did what? What was going on? Which Moorhead was this? Okay, what year was I still oh, there? Where were you at? Exactly. All right, secret crush that nobody knew about.
2: Everybody knew about bud.
0: Who was yours? Lawrence
2: Gore.
0: Mm. Did I know
2: that? That's I don't secret. I don't forget. I loved him. I'm pretty sure everybody knew it. Mm. I didn't know. I, I don't finally know. told him at one of our uh, homecomings. And
0: what did he say? He's like, hey, girl, I
2: think he on? thought that, that that meant for that right. particular time. He and was I was like, like, no, that that expired when I graduated.
0: No, nah, he thought you was telling him because he was like, hey, what you want to? Hey. No, didn't go.
2: Okay. I was like, no, that was like back in the day,
0: not. I don't today. feel it. Like, no, I don't feel that way anymore. That was then. This is now. Mm-hmm. All
1: mm-hmm.
0: All right, Addie, secret crush? I
1: think it
2: was a secret.
0: Jamie, remember Jamie? Yeah. I remember Jamie. I
2: knew that. That's not a secret. Name another one.
0: Ooh, That's why I said busted. Amy, it was
2: a secret. You did what?
0: <laughs> so that was your only crush? Lies, it
1: really was on campus. Who uh Oh, wasn't nobody else? Mm. I was into my books. Thank you for
0: everything. <laughs> oh, and, and as we started off, I was at the hospital and they were ready to deliver the baby. What <laughs> books was you in? <laughs> okay, okay, that's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. My secret right. one.
1: Huh. God
0: Cause she's cracking up. She's laughing too hard right now. I think I see tears rolling down her cheeks. Tears rolling down her cheeks. I I think I only had one crush at Moorhead that I never told anybody about. Who? Glenn Boykin.
2: I knew that. Did you? that too. Yeah, that-, that was not a secret, yeah.
0: ma'am. Oh well no. oh, never mind. Never mind. name another one. I was just playing. <laughs> I was just playing.
2: Who was who your real secret? shoot? I think that was
1: one of the beauty shop days we talked about. That. Really? We were all under.
0: Damn, yeah. I, thought, I Thought it was Me a secret.
2: Was one day for our beauty shop day? I
0: thought that was a secret, my bad.
2: Maybe yeah. it was a secret the first time you told us.
0: <laughs> you see that, Rhonda? Sorry. I'm sorry, I'm doing sign language. That's not for y'all to see. Not for y'all to see
2: I'm just saying
0: Boo I'm sorry that
2: question didn't go off like you thought it would
0: I know right
2: Womp womp Womp
0: (laughs) womp Oh then surprise Somebody who had a crush on you I
2: don't know If it's a secret would we know
0: I had a Semi stalker for a short Who? period, uh, what was his name? Rashi, Rashi. Who is that? I don't know. He was, um, I think he was. Okay, my sands. She's got the baby. Well, what's his name? The Alpha Mark. What's mm-hmm. his name? Mark. His cousin. Campus B? Yeah. His cousin. His name was Rashi. Was and I think they were cousins.
1: He had a cousin The little <laughs> light skinned smile
0: I know who you talking about He was quiet No then we probably I don't think he was light skinned I think he was brown skinned But it was summer school And I was walking back from class And so you know how you cut through You walk past What was the, what was that new graduate dorm What was that dorm called right there Behind Bear, oh. Or somewhere over there
1: yeah, right across from the cart now. Yeah, that... I can see it, but I can't and remember
0: And so I would name. cut through there, and you know how you have to walk behind, was that Cooper? Cooper Hall. Mm-hmm. And he used to be the one. Psst, hey, girl. Hey. hey. Girl, stalker. Stalkerish. Stalkerish. All right.
2: Um. Okay, wait. Uh-oh. One, one, one. Uh, okay. Okay. So I did have a crush on somebody, but I don't remember his name. He looked like Tupac, and he worked in the post office.
0: I think I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember his name either, because it was only one person yeah, who looked he like was Tupac. From Georgetown, yeah, yeah. Was he from Georgetown? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. We remember that. We remember that. I
1: remember him. You had a crush on
2: him. I did. It was very brief.
1: I think he came <laughs> in with me.
2: Oh, he did. Mm. Did he graduate? Mm-hmm. What's his name?
1: No, I don't think
2: he stayed. I can't remember.
0: Well, I can't well, remember well. his name at all. Oh, good all times. So, so can't
2: remember anything.
0: Good times, good times. All Charged right. into my head, not my
1: heart.
0: <laughs> right. I am so sorry that Anita could not make it in. And share. she's going to listen okay. and she's going to regret. But I hope she, I hope she has made it safely home, or at least on a plane, home by now um but uh what was the what was the name we said we were gonna call ourselves Other you than said, the golden girls Golden girls oh uh, and speaking of which hold on uh I got something for y'all you're a pal and a compound Uh, that was my tribute to you guys thank you all it for the special. years of love and laughter that we have had not and special. sure and I'm looking forward to all the years to Working come golden years? yes golden girls um we'll be we'll be rocking with uh wheelchairs and walkers <laughs> I'm not uh, okay last so, are
2: Sorry. you gonna get around <laughs> once I get this hip replacement I'll be good.
0: Oh, Lord Jesus. All right. Um, Last question before we go ahead and roll out. You know, we were. Stop it. You know how we were about our music back in the day and and really still are. If you had to make an MSU playlist songs that reminded you of Morehead, what would you what would be number one on your list?
2: Um, one of mine is Don't Go by in Vogue. Mm. I don't know why, but that was on repeat when I was in Moorhead.
0: Okay. What about you, Addie? You know, all I got
1: stuck is them 90-minute tapes. That's
0: what got me caught up. That's why I ended up having that in the hospital visit. Girl, one song. The 90-minute One song. It wasn't pick no one. song. It wasn't one. It was just the whole. I can slow... pick Addie's it song. Was all right. 90... Rhonda, what's Addie's song?
2: What's Addie's song? Um, next Lifetime. Erica Badu. Yeah. yeah
0: it was, I was
1: a Badu at the end. I did love me some Badu.
0: You know what? The one song that always reminds me of Moorhead because I only ever heard it at Moorhead. I never heard it anywhere else. And for a while, that was the that was the crunk song at all the parties. And that was Pimp Daddy. Do Y'all remember that song? They used to play. I
2: forgot about that song. I
0: know. Right?
2: Right. that damn.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to see if I can find it because if I could find it, I would have played it. I would have played it.
2: I thought you were going to say Telephone Love.
0: Mm, Why wow. remember that one? Who's that, that was
2: hot back then? I don't,
0: remember. I probably remember if I hear it now by name. Okay, I think it was Shabba Rakes. What um, was it? No, no, I don't.
2: Telephone love.
0: Okay, pass, right? Pass. All right, ladies, I appreciate y'all having the time in y'all schedules to come out and stroll down Memory Lane on this episode um highlighting friendships and friends through the years so uh kings and queens thank y'all for listening i'm going to take us out with this one and until next time I just don't